folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blowout. I'm the Big Head Bopper. I'm sitting here with the Purple P, Jeffy D. Hey, hey. And Tim K. What is up? <laughs> All right, Tim. Let's make sure we are off our phone for the pod here. I mean, the, the people want to hear you talk. They don't want to hear you tip, tap, type it away. Texting, texting. Everybody is texting everyone these days. Yeah. It's really gotten out of control. <laughs> Whoa, man, Bopper. You okay? It's just beside himself. It's out of control. I got to drop the hand Bopper thing. This is nuts, all the texting. But the text. I actually would rather have the text than all the phone calls. Oh, my Could you imagine God. if you got a phone call every time you text during the day? Mm-hmm. And then oh. not to mention all the letters. Oh. Yes, that's right. That's right. You get a, you get a letter. Hey, we're going to the... Uh, we're going to the movie right now. Do you want to come? Well, you know, when was this? Two weeks ago. The letter came so late. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Far oh, shit. Home. What, is, that the, is that the latest one, Far From Home? Yes. Yeah. He was far from home because he went all throughout all the metaverses. Yeah. Hmm. I love all that um, multiverse stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. It's really wild <laughs> to think about. You go here, you go there. Everyone looks like you in every universe. Um, have you ever dressed up as um, a superhero? On Halloween? Yeah, like um, were you ever Spider-Man for Halloween? Oh, I was Spider-Man once, yeah. My <laughs> what, mom used what, to... Uh, how old were you? Uh, oh, what a boy. I was pr- probably before... It was before kindergarten because my mom used to be in a bowling league and she would take me to the bowling alley and like there was like a... A daycare area off to the side <laughs> where you dump the kids, and we had like <laughs> we had a Halloween thing, and there was a little Halloween parade where <laughs> all the kids dressed up like marched down the bowling eye like alley, <laughs> like on the carpeted area, not the lanes. And uh, those lanes are slippy. You know the fucking people in the leagues like turn around like going hey, and they wave to us. <laughs> <laughs> Good going, just, kids. I can smell like the cigarette stink throughout the whole place. Still, love it, man. I've dressed I up as uh, all sorts of all sorts. I feel like I saw you dressed as Spider Man, maybe as, as an adult at one point, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, what holiday was that, Jeff? Because I know it wasn't Halloween. Yeah, well, you know, Thanksgiving, I think. <laughs> Hey, Spider-Man needs to eat turkey too. <laughs> there was like a real tight Spider-Man suit that went right up the butt. <laughs> yeah, sure. I also had a very tight Power Rangers, a red Power yeah. Ranger suit. That one right up the butt, too. And also, a couple different Jokers over the years. You did a good Joker with the, you did the the scar uh, cheeks and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Spirit gum, maybe? I don't know. Whatever the stuff they is, use this. You did a cool thing with the Joker where you did the nurse's outfit. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mike. That was cool. I'm cool. Hmm. Was it a normal nurse's outfit and then you did the Joker face or did you get a Joker nurse outfit? Normal nurse. Ooh, sexy, sexy nurse. nurse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, nurse. <laughs> to, to remark. Um, I was going to say Power Rangers. Now, I always think of Power Rangers as being like, oh, I wasn't into that because it was after my time. Yeah. But, and so. then Jeff, Jeff, you're into it. But then I remember I'm one week older than you. Yes, that's oh, what it that's is. True. So were you into it for one week? Yeah, exactly. Seven days. <laughs> okay. This was also, Jeff is also known for being into the Ninja Turtles for a little too long. So probably he weaned himself off Ninja Turtles with, Power Rangers, I'm assuming. Yeah. And then just got in a gack. <laughs> yes, yes. Gack. Man, I miss gack. Bring it back. That's what that should be yeah. the new slogan the for gack. gack. Back. I mean, it's a hashtag. The new slogan for gack. Gack, bring it back. And you get a, a hundred gecks to uh be your <laughs> yeah. spokespeople. And hey, once we bring gack back, bring back Floam. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Could you imagine if you were our parents? And you had to buy, you had to spend money. Like, I had ectoplasm, I had GAC, yeah, and yeah. I had phloem, and I had silly putty. 
Oh, and I, I am ex- I'm exactly the type of dude who, if I was a dad and my kid was like, I want phloem, I'd be like, what is that? I'll make you some phloem. And I make, <laughs> we, have, we have phloem at the house. I can make it Styrofoam out of... Styrofoam and water. <laughs> yeah. What was, yeah, what was phloem all about? It was... It was drier and then lighter. It was kind of yeah. like... Yeah, Foamy. it was like GAC, and I, I want to say it had like little pebbles of styrofoam in it. Like it yeah, had like kinda. a grain of styrofoam running in it. It's it's like playing off the, of the word foam, right? But what's the flow part? <laughs> I think you're thinking harder about it than Nickelodeon ever did. <laughs> oh, oh, I think Nickelodeon it floats. thought very hard about it. It does? Oh, maybe it floats. Maybe you bring it in the bathtub and it floats, huh? I. Uh, it's funny. Do you think... Do you think uh, Ninja Turtles with their slime and stuff set off this like gack flome? We loved back then goo. Yeah. You know, like Ghostbusters had ecto goo. Uh huh. And a lot of it too is environmental uh, awareness back then because we had Captain Planet. We had. Yeah, Captain Goo. <laughs> Captain Goo. The, the EPA is in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Right, right, right. Toxic right. waste was always like, oh no, like Toxic Avenger. Everybody it's became funny. aware of what toxic waste is. Yeah, that's true. And then slime became around that era. It became its own thing. I was just talking to Neil about this. That like garbage pail kids for hundreds of thousands <laughs> of years, you would have slime would have been like, ooh, a, a slug walked by here and he left a little slime. And but then the content of slime, you'd be like, oh, it's like sluggy juice, you know, like. Or you'd be like, oh, I just had a Sluggy plate juice. of, uh, I had a plate of garbanzo beans and they left some slime on the plate. And like, it could be garbanzo juice. Yeah, but left some slime in, our, in my underpants. In our childhood, <laughs> slime became its own thing where it's just like, well, there's green slime. It's that slime. Yeah. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon was the big one. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. That is where it came from. It. Slime. Because uh, you don't think that you know was garbanzo the... juice, do you? <laughs> Doesn't have garbanzo juice only? The. <laughs> The funny fucking thing about Slime and the Ninja Turtles was you would watch the commercials and be like, hey, and you can get a little cup of slime to pour all over the place and like make it ooze up from underneath the sewer system and the cool yeah. uh, their hideout. And then you would do that once and it would just be like disgusting because it would dry all over things and yeah. there'd be dried slime all over your fucking turtle headquarters. <laughs> Mike... <laughs> You're speaking right to my soul, man. My my <laughs> turtle headquarters was all gunked up with slime. I said, who did this? <laughs> it was my friend Josh. He put slime all over my headquarters. Oh, oh. that was probably the one big last uh, go around for him. The yeah. turtles. <laughs> yeah. I'm going all out. I'm not doing this into, as I'm going into the yeah. ninth we're, grade. We're going into ninth grade. I'm using all the slime tonight. <laughs> no, you idiot. We got four years left of this. We're graduating from college tomorrow. I'm using the slime. <laughs> and then in college, we can leave town and we can do whatever we want with the slime. <laughs> My downfall with all the slime toys was I'd leave the cap off. Mm-hmm. Then they dry up. Probably all of them. Floam, ecto, yeah. gack, all of it. I dried it all up, didn't I? Mm-hmm. My fr- I had a friend who's had something called... Uh, Something critters. What was it called? But you Creep, creepy crawlers. Creepy crawlers, and you put you pour this like goop into a cast, tray, a tray, and then you heat it up with a, a light. Like yeah, a light it was bulb a, essentially an easy bake oven, but for yeah. making little plastic rubber bugs. It was great. We made rubber bugs all the time. I had those too. Yeah, that's good. I wouldn't mind making a few crazy critters. What was it? Creepy crawlers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy critters, crazy crapid critters. Well, you know, we're going down this uh, little road of nostalgia. This is perfect because today we're talking about a nostalgic figure in his own right. Yes, mm. Tony Hawk. We're mm. talking about the movie Tony Hawk until the wheels fall off. Hold on a second. The new HBO doc. Did you say yeah. Tony Hawk? Yeah. Oh God, I watched a movie about hockey tone. <laughs> oh. Now, what was that about? Well, it was about, um, you know, if you're on a hockey team and you want to get your muscles all toned up, all this was a, <laughs> it was all these different uh, exercises. Exercises, yeah. Oh, it was like it was like an exercise video. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Well, um, you would have liked Tony Hawk. You probably know so much about this anyway, so you, sure. you can still stick around and talk. Uh, this is the description from HBO. A wide-ranging, definitive look 
at Hawk's life and iconic career and his relationship with the sport with which he's been synonymous for decades. Hawk, born in San Diego, California, is a pioneer of modern vertical skating and one of the most influential skateboarders of all time. The documentary features unprecedented access, never-before-seen footage, and interviews with Hawk and prominent figures in the sport. Tony Hawk, until the wheels come off. Wow. First, we got to talk about the name, Tony Hawk. You can't get a better name for a skateboarder who, who makes his bones by, like, flying high into the air. True. Hawk. Anthony Hawk. Wow. I, I never really thought about it. Where's Anthony? Tony's funny, though. Tony Tony is a, is a, a mobster guy name. It's kind of funny for a teeny little skinny skateboarder guy to be named yeah. Tony. He was teeny, too, huh? Hey, teeny tiny Tony Hawk. Mm. He was teeny tiny Tony. I couldn't believe how tiny he was. Yeah. Well, you and know what? He got tall. <laughs> he got tall. 6'3. Really? Yeah, tall man for a skateboarder. I think that probably has something to do with, you know, you, you look at the uh you look at someone like Wayne Gretzky, who has a very Tony Hawk's thing going on. They're both oh, small yeah. were small guys, and they grew up to be lanky guys who like dominated their sport. There's something unique about both of them visually. Who was the other guy you mm-hmm. said? Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky. He would okay. wear uh, the helmet no one else wore, like that little dumb Jofa helmet. Oh, yeah. Uh, not dumb, but just very <laughs> unaffected. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there's something to... They were very, very skilled uh, athletes, of course. But there's something to uh, being visually appealing or unique. Yeah. Unique. But they're kind of dorky dudes. They're not... Mm-hmm. They don't have an athlete vibe. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I remember I was looking into Tony Hawk for some like pitch a long time ago because some company wanted to do a thing on skateboarding, a skateboarding figure, like a biopic. And they're like, we're really thinking Tony Hawk. And I remember no one's ever going to make a Tony Hawk documentary. Give it up. They'll never do it. But he's (laughs) his reputation has been so squeaky clean and like technical that um, I really thought that he wasn't an interesting like figure. Yeah. He doesn't come from like a weird background of trauma. Like he seems like he had supportive parents. And then uh so the doc was kind of good at showing you like, oh no, he's he's got like this incredible drive. Like he's got like a Michael Michael Jordan-esque yeah, discipline yeah, yeah. and drive. But it's funny that Jordan's is really vindictive because it's very like opponent-based in basketball. Mm-hmm. And with Tony, it's very just like he just hammers himself until <laughs> until he nails these crazy tricks. The- the the squeaky clean thing I I agreed with you and then in this documentary they do the thing where they like just lightly touch on his gloss uh, over it yeah gloss over, or he talks about it a little bit his like infidelities and not being around his kids and stuff I'm glad they at least said the word infidelities because you see a lot of these docs and they're and they're just like they talk about it in in such a floral dodge yeah. that yeah. they never even say they're just like my relationship suffered suffered. And that's all you hear about it. And the worst version of that was... I wanted um, to see paparazzi shots leaving a restaurant with a girl. I was thinking George Harrison, Doc. What were you going to say, Tim? The uh, Alanis Morissette, Doc, mm. in Music mm. Box. That was the one that was like <clears throat> kind of glossing over like, you know, that she was 15 and had a relationship with a 30-year-old man or whatever. And they were like, yes, there were some unfortunate dalliances and you're like what could we like if we're gonna talk about this we should talk about it you know what i mean yeah that's that too big... was hbo yep yeah now was the george harrison one as well i want to say it was yeah it big was two-parter and i think uh george harrison's was a little more um explicit because harrison's wife was like well the girls loved george his whole life and george loved the girls uh-huh. but that's kind of all they said about it right right mm. He never fucked them. What? (laughs) He would only play his guitar for them, which is what he called sex. (laughs) Uh, The Tony Hawk, man, he could fly around. Uh, The the cool thing. (laughs) He could fly around. He flew up to the sun, it would almost seem. When they were talking about he, uh, like the vert skating world, and it was like everyone else would just let like the momentum, they would pick up the the board and as they flew in the air and he changed it by like ollieing into the air right right oh man that's because he couldn't do like he wasn't strong enough to do the other one yet and people thought he was cheating and it's so funny yeah it's just like yeah it's just a better way of doing it 
Yeah, that, Stacey that guy, Peralta. He stuck up for him. Thank oh, God. Stacey Peralta. Okay, so Stacey Peralta started Bones Brigade, and we know him from Dogtown and Z-Boys. Yeah. He looked like Dave Coulier in this, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he, he did. I was like, what does he look like? What does he remind <laughs> me of? Um, I'm glad they had that guy, Dwayne Peters, who was like the other vert guy. He was like the previous generation vert guy. He was like the extreme. The punk rock, the grumpy punk rock guy? Yeah. Yeah. His, his, he had a funny quote I wrote down. A lot of that shit, I still can't understand it when I look at it. Flippity doodah day shit. Go play with your sister's baton, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Flippity doodah day. Yankee doodle dick. Oh my God. Flippity doodah. Go play with your sister's baton. <laughs> there was a guy, uh, I forget his name, but he was all of his talking heads where he was outside. He was wearing like a knit cap and he was talking about when they were, you know, Tony was coming up with a Mick twist. He was like, I couldn't, even, I wouldn't even attempt that. It's like the spins I couldn't like figure it out. And then later when he's talking about the 900, they go back to him. He's like, the 900. I mean, this is like, I, I wouldn't even do the five, was it 520 or 540? And I didn't even t- attempt the 720. And then the 900, what are you talking? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah we've heard from around. this guy. He's not going to be he's like, the 540, 720. I won't do those. But nine, I did land a couple 900s. <laughs> if you're making a documentary like this, like how many attempts at the 900 do you show? How much is too much and how much well, is not enough? Because <laughs> they showed a lot of him not making the 900. That's true. But when they do finally show the X Games where he does do it, I'm glad yeah. they showed it because every time I was like, oh, and they show it like six times. They did that really well where they like talked it up or they showed him doing it a couple times and then they paused for like some talking heads. And I was like, okay, so the next one will be him doing it. And then he doesn't do it for like three more attempts and then they go to more talking heads. I was like, okay, so the next one will be. And, and that's awesome. you. You really do see like how how like fired up and determined he is too. Like mm-hmm. he's just in a hole. It's crazy. That the, the point his brother made was interesting about if you if this was any other sport, the clock would run out and they would have you like you're done. But at the X Games, it's a little different. The X Games, let's be honest. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You got to he got to just try it and try it until he did it. My God, damn dude, that was so funny. Early on, they showed like he wasn't respected by the other skateboarders because he skated weird and he was skinny and then he started doing better and he got bigger and more technical yeah and then he was winning so much that he got bored of it and left the sport and he's just like and then you know i freed myself up to kind of skate more creatively and then my natural competition kicked back in and i i was able to return to competing yeah and then they mentioned that he was like 17 years old i know and he he bought a house i was like so you were you you reached the top of the mountain at like age 15 and then you had to go away and come back at 17 when he was talking about the (laughs) mctwist and he was like i just wanted to do it so bad and i'd be at school and all day i'd just be thinking i was like oh right you've got to be going to school for some reason uh we know this guy's not gonna move on in academics he's a skateboarder yeah but he was majoring in make twists (laughs) (laughs) um question for you guys word you ever skate oh yeah oh yes well you guys like to be bad right Uh yes that's that's what hanford and i would call skating we'd be like be bad boards (laughs) want to go be bad you guys bought skateboards when you were mm, 32 <laughs> and yes, started as going cheap down as to possible. Skate, <laughs> skate parks. A blank with grip tape. Yeah. Have you kept we, up? I, I've always liked skateboarding. I always thought it was cool. I used to get uh, um, what's the, uh, a CCS catalog. Do you know what that is? It's California something skate. Hmm. Uh, it was, it's just a catalog of like skate stuff. And I would get one, even though I didn't really skateboard in high school, and like look at the pictures and look at all the cool new decks and stuff. Oh, for sure. That, I forget. I don't know if it was CCS or what, but I loved when I was a kid, like just deck art. Like the Alien mm-hmm. Workshop logo was cool, and like all the hookups, anime babes was were cool to me. Um, yeah. Loved all that stuff. But I, I was terrible at skating. What about Thrasher? Any of you guys read Thrasher? I, I have a couple, or had a couple Thrashers. I never read Thrasher. I would read. I had a few Big Brothers. I would read. Or that that I got, but uh, yeah. Big Brother was more like um, like a zine, like a funny thing, right? Like Thrasher. It, it was it was like more. a glossy magazine, but but uh, or maybe started off as a little more bad more of a zine, but 
It became little, it became a, a magazine. But doesn't they it seem define like more themselves like Vice? as being like a more punk rock version of Thrasher? They thought Thrasher oh, okay. was like the institution. Ooh. Hmm. But this whole world, uh, this doc was eye opening to me because I'm embarrassed to say that Tony Hawk. I did not know about him in his heyday at all. I I know of him. Probably when the Pro Skater video game came out, I mm-hmm. think his name was already familiar to me, but I don't think I actually thought of like Tony Hawk as a skateboard star until I was playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. That's like and, most people uh, though, I'd say. But but did you know like even I can't skate at all. The only time I've been on a skateboard was in a birthday boy sketch and the joke is that I fall down. And um <laughs> but I still for no reason in uh, like junior high and high school, I wore Airwalks and like Billabong T-shirts, and like I watched Jackass and thought I felt like I was on the periphery of skate culture because I listened to Blink One Eighty Two, but I I didn't know anything about. I think of that era as being like late nineties, a cool kid thing to do. So watching this doc, I was like, man, nineteen eighty seven is really when this huge boom was happening, and then it just made it to people like me a little bit later um, right yeah but I, was I, I think i knew more about tony hawk from like um uh seeing him in like sports illustrated for kids magazine or something like that like he was very mainstream i would see him in like sports stuff and uh then when he like then i didn't see him for a while and then he came back when the x games came back and i was like oh tony hawk was isn't popular anymore but it's just that, like they talk about in the doc that skateboarding wasn't popular anymore right yeah like, it went away in the ni- uh, early 90s that was fun to have Stacy Peralta kind of uh, express that, like the cyclical nature of it, where mm-hmm. you know what the X Seven. Games, the X Games and like PlayStation version of skateboarding that yeah. was like Wave Three. There had already yeah. been like the previous wave Tony was in, and then the wave right. before that was like with the Stacy Peralta days, where they're like transitioning from surfing to skating, and it's like the first boom. Yeah, and like Wave Three, I think was more the video game and videos. Like right, era. right, and and oh. street skating. Like I think vert was all like the eighties was vert, and then ninety late nineties was street, street skating. Even though you had the Burnquists oh. and the Danny Ways, oh, but sure. like I remember watching. So I I like skateboarding. I'm terrible at skateboarding. I can ollie <laughs> some every once in a while, but uh, our friend Ryan White, who's a SoCal dude, uh, probably three three years ago, he took me to some like skate parks and we. Move, like zipped around on him and he's good he knows what he's doing but i would just be like whoa i'm uh, not good at this and if i fall now at age whatever 35 it was yeah you're done i'm like i'm fucking done i'm not gonna put too much effort in this I'm fucking well done. like if i break my elbow doing this like what's the point can, can you can you drop in no we i tried and it was too much it was like insane. yeah i can't either there's <laughs> wait is that I, drop in I, as in like going down into a pool yeah, like yeah, if you're not on the... that high, but like even like a five foot ramp. I tried a few times. I was like, "Whoa, this is you like have to commit to it, and it's difficult." Yikes. That's what's so funny about the watching these any any skateboarding thing. Like every time Tony Hawk, like on the edge of the huge half pipe, had to like you know step in a drop in. It's like, whoa, that is a very difficult yeah. thing to do, let alone then be tossing around in the air, like flipping all the board around. And There's one in wild. the beginning, like after they show his home ramp where he spills time after time after time, they yeah. go to the desert and there's like a huge drop. We're like, how do you, I don't understand how just that little board is going to take your body from a free fall into going forward. Like, yeah. oof, freaky stuff. <laughs> um, let me ask you this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, did you know about Stacy Peralta? I'm embarrassed to say that I thought that I'm like Stacy Peralta. He's the director of Dogtown and Z Boys, and he's like the director of uh, Riding Giants. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't really. Ra- and he would be parodied by the Birthday Boys expertly. Everyone, go check out Pool Jumpers on Viewboo. They use a <laughs> they use a, a song from Pool Jumpers. They from, did, yeah. yeah. That yeah, was so Devo, I think. Yeah, uncontrolled words, Devo. Go ahead, Tim. So, well, Stacy Pralta, so he was a skater and he was like in charge of the Bones Brigade crew. And then they made it almost sound like he kind of invented skate videos. Do you think that the Bones Brigade videos were the first skate videos? I think it they said that. like it. 
I think yeah. they said um, wild. the bone the first Bones Brigade video came out and it was the quote unquote first action sports video ever made. I don't know what action sports means, probably just like not league play. Action sports is like X Games sports, right? And then um and they said it came out during the VCR boom. So that's just like one of those things where you know, you got like a multiplier on your, yeah, yeah. your exposure. The same way that Lazy Sunday came out during the boom of YouTube. Sure. <laughs> It's so interesting thinking about skate videos as like, like Mike, the way you're talking about, you looked at that skate catalog and and you're not really buying the stuff, but you're just looking at it and you're like, cool. I remember <laughs> doing stuff like that. And, and it's, I really feel like those skate videos, like it's just a kind of a style. It's a, it's a culture thing. And, you know, it became like, you know, uh, what's the one that has uh, Owen Wilson in it? Yeah. yeah right. right. Yeah. Right. And then, like like Spike Jones stuff becomes like uh, Big Brother and Jackass, mm-hmm. and then like just a bunch of like prank stuff on or CKY and prank stuff on YouTube, and you're like, I think that for for men, it being about an activity like skateboarding makes it like, oh, I'm gonna watch this because it's sports, or I'm gonna watch this because I'm into skating, but it's almost just kind of making it okay to be into fashion uh, and music uh, and cult- yeah, culture. It's like- it's like and a just whole like culture. these guys are cool. Like when I watched CKY, I'd be like, "Bim's cool," but I wouldn't yeah. have. I wouldn't have. I probably wouldn't have walked around saying like, "Just Bim's cool," because it's like he's not a musician. He's a skateboarder, so you're like, "I'll watch his skateboard video," you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think They're- it's it's good. Lucky for them that like it being a skateboard thing kind of takes the pressure off, like. They're there to do skateboarding tricks and videotape them, but because they just have like ideas and time on their hands, they're like, "Well, we have these video cameras. We could do like a little skit thing to start it." And they don't have to be <laughs> right, good but it doesn't skits. have to be as funny as Monty Python. Yeah, right, it's, right. It's not a comedy video. Well, that that's what I always loved about uh, CKY. Like, like boiled it down to just this. But when I would watch skateboard videos, it would be cool watching skate stuff. But also just seeing those guys like in the van throwing yeah. fireworks out and doing like right. crazy shit. It was just always like, almost like a, a podcast where you're like, well, man, I'm on this like little trip with these guys. I'm not going to do that stuff. I, I don't have access to fireworks, but <laughs> these, guys <are> crazy. <laughs> these guys are crazy. These guys are pretty much my boy at this point. I used to, I... <laughs> and, and their co-hosts are cool too. Um, I definitely had that thing. I mean, I have that with bands, even, even like way later, even, you know, when I was like 18 listening to The Strokes, yeah, mm-hmm. I liked the albums and yeah, I still like that music, but I still, I probably was just like, well, Nikolai's kind of shy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, like, like, liking, like they're, they're a yeah, boy band in a way. The uh, Totally. Strokes. It's just an image thing. It makes you feel like social, like watching it, even if you're by yeah. yourself. Hmm. Uh, you can see it this now in the MCU, everyone wants, you know. Who's your Who's your favorite superhero? Doctor Strange. There you go. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Doc, I would say me more the like uh, you know, like Bravo shows or something. Like Jessica will watch Real Housewives or something like that. Uh-huh. And then it's kind of hard for me to be like, okay, so you like this? Sh- these ladies to you are funny. And then there's like big draw. Like these ladies on this episode got in a fight, and this lady got too drunk or whatever. But but a tripping point for me and a lot of non-viewers is like, but what are they doing? Because they're only here for the show, you know? Right. So yeah, if they get yeah, in a yeah. fight, it's like, yeah, no shit. They're they're here to make a TV show. You got to get in a fight. Um, and and for me, if you told me that the Real Housewives were there to try to land a 720, I'd be like, oh, well, yeah. Now this all <laughs> makes sense. And if they fight along the way, pff, fights happen. Mm-hmm. If Is that why like when Jessica's like, I'm going to, you know, sit in the, the family room and watch uh, Housewives. Like, fine, I'll be in the bedroom watching my skate videos. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're about something. <laughs> they're about something, man. <laughs> There's a clear goal. <laughs> <laughs> you don't land a trick. That sits with you all day until you nail it. <laughs> That's a funny thing about uh, uh, skate videos, too, is that you don't want to only show them landing the tricks. You want to show some failed attempts so that you get, get to it. But I'm sure you you know, edit out some of those failed attempts. You, you, you want to see it, yeah. two or three nasty spills and then the guy lands it and goes, yes. I also yes. wonder how much of like, how long it takes. I mean, it's probably a different every trick and guy, but uh, like how, uh, are they just spending all day on like a one part of a video or what? Hmm. hmm. 
Tough to say. Hey, what what skate videos have you seen, Mike? I know you had a couple. I liked uh, Destroying America. Yeah, uh, that was like a, a funny one that um, mm-hmm. Tony's in. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Was good. Uh, that Owen Wilson one... scene is so funny in Yeah, right. Yeah, yes. that's always fun to watch. Uh, there was one by the shoe company S called uh, Menek Mahdi that I yep. would see, uh, and I remember one, that uh, like I had skater. So, uh, uh, no wait. Uh, who showed me that? I forget who chose me, but they were like, "This is the big one. Like, this is a big deal. This came out." I was like, "Cool." <laughs> yeah, you're right. There was another it's like one. around the world. They kind of go around the world with it and stuff. I had a. I think tra- Tom Penny's in that one. Trans World uh, Modus Operandi was another one. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I E, but one was called um, One Step Beyond. Have you heard of that? That that was one that yeah. had like a ton of like a ton of like after effectsy like like Terminator view like yeah and that, yeah that yeah. there was some footage from it in this one where there was this big ramp in the desert where there was like a transfer gap and they kept making it wider and wider and wider ah you know it was like a, oh it's a fucking thirty six foot gap now you know <laughs> Tony it's no. so funny it's funny with skateboarding because <laughs> it's like you know like uh, soccer or something it's like all you need is the ball. And the world, you just play soccer. Mm-hmm. With skateboarding, kind of the same things. Like you just need a skateboard, and any street is like something you do. But with vert skating, it's like, yeah, all you need is this like huge ramp in the <laughs> desert that has a spirally thing. Right. And then even with the pools, like, or even parks, whenever I go to a skate park, and, and like, I would have tried in high school or college to, um, drop in or try some other stuff on like the little tabletop things or the rails. But there were always kids who were better than me and I always felt dumb. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's tough to like have the space to fail. You gotta wake up early in the morning and get, get there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I felt like very detached from, cause obviously I didn't skateboard, but then also just like I grew up in a really rural area in the Catskills and Hudson Valley. And it was like, I, I, at some point I owned a skateboard, but it would be like, my I had like my long driveway and then the street I lived on was like route 213 where the the speed limit's like 50 or something so cars are like whizzing by yeah and I, think, then, I think like I think Transworld has done a like a sections of video like route route, <laughs> two, two, route two, <laughs> 213 stuff like hey we're going to skate route 213 whoa but, like if I wanted to skateboard in a parking lot I would have had my had to get my dad to bring me to a a gas station a mile away, you know? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Hmm. That's not cool. I mm. saw a kid the other night here in New York. I was walking home, and he was uh, skateboarding home. At, or I don't know where he was skateboarding to, but he was skateboarding. And he was just so slowly going on the sidewalk because it's, like, bumpy. And, and then he got onto the street into, like, the bike lane, and he's just, like, slowly, I guess faster than walking, but not too much faster, and you're just, like pushing and huffing down and it just looks so funny seeing a kid so workman like this is how i get around my skateboard you know what drives me or, or what scares me in skate videos is when you see people like come down um like staircases and rails and then they they have all this momentum and they just go out into the street and then like a car will be there just like yeah, full, yeah. full speed be like <laughs> terrifying yeah. i hate when they do they do like a, a board slide on a rail and they lose the board and boom right in the coconuts yeah. oh the family jewels man <laughs> yeah. I'm okay there's a word for that like yeah, getting you're gonna your be card soprano <laughs> like yeah. getting your card swiped or something is when like the board goes up your ass crack <laughs> <laughs> like when you like stand on your board oh. one thing I thought speaking of getting injured and stuff it was so funny I watched this whole documentary and I was like man yeah, Tony Hawk's got a squeaky clean clean image, and then he talks about his uh, love life and stuff. And then I was like, and he doesn't even get hurt. Like, he never gets hurt. And they had the whole section where he's like, oh, yeah, I've broken this, this, and this. <laughs> and I can't, I'm going to like, I can't move my fingers or my ankles, I think he said. Uh, so, yes, he gets hurt quite a bit. I liked his thing about how he kind of like got really grumpy. If And you see it when, when he wants to land a trick and he falls then he's just like hung up on it and he's like unhappy. Mm-hmm. And then his brother talks about like, he tried and tried and tried. And then when he finally landed, it wasn't like fist pump. Yes, I did it. It was just like, okay, now I can move on. You know, it was more like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a tick, like, Oh, he's like mad at the world until he could do what he wants to do. And, and then, then it's then just clarity. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I, I, it made me think it was like, he, there's parallels with him and Michael Jordan, but they're different where it's like the Jordan documentary 
Jordan always needed to make it personal against someone else. Like, oh, okay, you you think mm-hmm. you're good? Well, I'm going to dunk on you. And with Tony Hawk, he's saying it was like about himself because he's kind of a solitude, younger child mm-hmm. vibe. And, it, and he said that the whole thing blew open for him when he didn't think about what, like just trying to win the competition, but trying to skate as best as he could, kind of like making himself the opponent and just being yeah. happy with his riding that cracked it open for him. So he's not thinking about the other people. Whereas like Michael Jordan, it's all about who he was going up against. Mm-hmm. I guess that's I guess the difference team between team sport and, and uh, like solo sport, maybe that you like team sport, you have to rely on other people. Or, I guess in a solo sport, you're still competing against other people. Right. You know what? The, the Tiger Woods dog had kind of the dad element. This one had a, how funny was Tony Hawk's dad that it's like, this punk rock sport and Tony's like this yeah. young phenom. And then he's got this old, old ass dad, like carrying around a clipboard shirt tucked in, barking orders at people and ruining. He's like, fun. this is a sport needs organization. <laughs> Grumping around. The clipboard is really funny to be going around. Like, especially the skaters that were showing who's like, Hey man. Yeah. We're so Cal guys. <laughs> and like that ex-military guy being like, okay, could somebody please drop in here? We're on schedule. <laughs> It's funny, like, you do see why he would have been, Tony would have been hated, though, because of that. Like, his dad is now running some of these competitions, or, like, even if it's just administrative. Yeah. He comes off as a cake eater from mm-hmm. Mighty Ducks. He's one of the halves, you know? I was guilty of blaming kids for that type of thing, too. Or, like, in my town, there was, like, this lady I didn't like that worked at the school, and she had two kids who were cool, and they were my friends, but, like... This lady like took over the PTA and was always like yelling at, in the hallways of school. And then like she started to get involved with so- our soccer league when I'm like eight years old or something. But I just uh, remember being like, oh, God, this lady is here. <laughs> like, Just kind of everyone like line up, everybody. And you're like, why the fuck are we <laughs> got to line up? Like and, she's and like an I, overachiever type lady like i think she was she was like a i mean in her case she's like a homemaker that didn't have anything to do so she just wanted to go throw her weight around somewhere but Mm -hmm. i i do remember kind of being shitty to her kids because (laughs) (laughs) i tried to kill them i hired a hitman to kind of take care (laughs) of them oh wow take care of them financially (laughs) yes because i was going to kill their mom (laughs) no Oh. oh oh no where do you think that that term "throw your weight around" comes from? Um, boxing, maybe. Boxing. You think it's boxing? Tim thinks boxing. Jeff, what do you think? Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Well, maybe. I know that the band like to throw the weight around. <laughs> take a load. Take a load off, Fanny. Fanny. Come on. Okay, we're on the blowout here. Take a load <laughs> for me. <laughs> I uh, I got to tell you, I the the it was fun to watch Tony. I'm not a huge fan of the vert skating really it's just i like street skating better because oh you want rodney mullen well rodney mullen is like a is a character of a guy isn't he yeah right <laughs> he, he seems like a yoga instructor or something yeah yeah but so, but street skating i get it as far as like watching a video and enjoying a nice grind but aren't there, <laughs> are, but there, there's not that's not competitive right street skating there's no way to judge there is there are street competitions which, which is like a the way the the ramp is there, it's just like a street. You've probably seen it on the X Games, just like a bunch of rails and little put, uh, ramps and stuff that become mm, right the same thing for everybody. But like a video is, yeah, just like I do think of videos. Like st- street skating is like more yeah. for like being cool and making videos, and now you're a little celeb and you get to be like your your Bam Margera or whatever. Well, and I do like sc- videos better because like I kind of like seeing people out. Like I kind of was saying before, taking a skateboard and making the. The uh, city, its own thing that you wouldn't think of before, that railing. And, and you get become... more of that culture. You get more like pe- people get to pick their music and where they're skating yeah. and what they're wearing. It's not just like vert competition with numbers and stats. Like I get how, how difficult any one of those any one of those maneuvers would be on a vert, but it's just uh, the back and forth of it all is a little repetitive. Mm-hmm. For me, for me. And uh, everyone check out Rodney Mullen like best of type stuff on YouTube. It's pretty crazy. The the amount of control that that dude has is like, it's like watching a um, Cirque du Soleil performer on a skateboard or like a yeah. ballerina or something. He's yeah, he's he's pretty amazing. Uh, the, there's a uh, Mullins verse song, the Daywan song videos. 
Oh yeah, are really good. It's Daywan Song was this other guy who I don't know what his. I never. I haven't seen anything about him in a long time. But he was like a similar dude, right? Yeah, uh, he was a little more street skater, but uh, uh, did like really interesting stuff. (laughs) There's a guy nowadays uh, called uh, Richie Jackson who does some really cool stuff. I follow him on uh, Instagram. He does. He's a street skater, but he does like really technically difficult stuff, but also just like uh, inventive, interesting stuff. Look up, look him up too. I think his Instagram is. Jeez, my tabs are going to be, or my, my fucking web browsers full of tabs. <laughs> um, remember we played a show last year in long beach with Ray Barbie, former, uh, Ooh. pro skater turned guitar whiz. Were mm-hmm. any of you guys into him? No, I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard of him until we, we played with him. Ray Barbie. I no, guess he's I, a I SoCal heard. legend. I think he did music for um, like a surfing movie or something. I've I've uh, I saw him first as a musician. But Waves of Plenty. No, uh, like um, I want to say like Step into Liquid or something. Crashers galore. Crashers galore. I think that <laughs> might have been it. Foam Dome finds a ride. <laughs> <laughs> to the beach. Hmm. Well, we'll never know. What else about this doc? This doc is pretty uh, pretty cut and dry. There's not too many insane things about it, other than the skateboarding itself. Right. I was being pretty insane when I was watching it. I was doing a lot of the moves along. I was standing in front of my TV, and I kind of, if he did oh. a McTwist, I'd kind of do a McTwist, and oh, it was actually kind of cool. Oh, and Tim, that's huh. really hard because you because you can't see where you're landing. You're, you're turning so fast. <laughs> right. Exactly. You just have to take yeah. that leap of faith. Your your landing zone. <laughs> That is crazy that, like, uh, that guy at the end was talking... Oh, Lance Mountain, I think his name was, which is a a good name. Lance Mountain was talking about how, like, yeah, they're just going to keep doing this until, like, kills them. And he's pretty pretty sure he has CTE. CTE? Is that what the football players get? Yeah, I think Um, so. And he's just like, uh, yeah, but this is what I'd like to do. And if I wasn't doing it, it would be bad. Like, I would be more unhappy. It's a pretty, it's a pretty grim uh, projection for Tony, though. I know, man. Like he's he's like a family dude who's like who's like made progress, uh, kind of like having a more balanced life, and then to have uh, have Lance Mountain be like, yeah, you can't tell him not to skate. It doesn't matter how old he is; he will probably die doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like whoa, <laughs> yikes! It's funny he has balance in his life now, but he's always had balance on a skate on a board on a skateboard on a, doing a manual an escape board. <laughs> <laughs> It's this is why the three of us should never be star athletes because mm. Tony mm. Hawk can't stop his life has no meaning without it and he just he's hung up on it. Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, they have that same kind of thing. There's stories that they're they're hung up on the comebacks and proving people wrong. They're just gonna do it forever and ever. Do you think that's gonna be th- the the thing with us in this podcast is like we've grown old, we're wealthy, it's time to retire the podcast, but we're like one more round. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> one more blowout about Gales twenty third. <laughs> I'm gonna be laying in my deathbed, and the nurse is like, "Well, Tim, we're gonna give you your, you know, we're gonna euthanize you know with a shot." And I'll say, "This could be a blowout, <laughs> <laughs> ultimate you euthanization." Tim, we have some bad news. What is up? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's good. That is good. That is good. That is good. Yeah. The reason we don't go, you know, Tony Hawk makes this point of like you get to the top, it's lonely at the top type of thing. Mm-hmm. The reason we stay at number three world's yeah. best comedy yeah. podcast is we know what happens when you get up to the top. We've we've seen the cautionary tales. We can it ain't fun, way. folks, and that's why we stay <laughs> humble and we do just. Enough to stay number three worldwide top comedy podcast. Yeah, and number four can suck shit. We'll, we'll dominate them forever. <laughs> we hate them, and we look up to two and one. <laughs> we bow down in reverence, Lord two yes. and Lady one. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't, I was at uh, Jeff's house last week, and uh, he slipped off to the bathroom. He's like, "Excuse me, I gotta leave a Lord two. I said, "Jeff, there's gotta be a way to." <laughs> and like, I was just gonna do a Lady one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just thinking, 
You know, I had that kind of insightful tirade a few minutes ago about how about getting into like a a skate video or something, but you're just kind of into the social aspect or or, or the mm-hmm. the fashion, cultural. Or, or yeah, you want to feel well, you want to feel like cool dudes. The scene. You're not going to backpedal, are you? I'm not going to backpedal. I'm going to double down. I'm going to admit, a yeah, baby, that's what we do I here. Didn't feel we double down. There was, I think, part of the disconnect with skate culture, in addition to just physical incapability of skating. I think I felt a detachment where I wasn't cool because I had some friends, Nick and Ricky Berger, who uh, who were, <laughs> Ricky Berger. Yeah. yeah, that's a good Nick Berger. They were really team. into uh, and Elijah. Um, they were all really into BMX, and I'd watch BMX videos over at their house and stuff. But these kids were a little cooler than me, and I always kind of knew I was like faking it, you know. Mm-hmm. And but then this is dorky. That a thing that I got into later way late would have been the kids in the hall and i'm watching the kids in the hall and it's like yeah yeah they're sketch group but i do think i started dressing a little bit like bruce mccullough and i do think i listened to shadowy men on a shadowy planet like that surf rock and i do think i was like yeah i'm kind of like i'm not as cool as those skate guys but maybe i'm kind of like one of these dorks but i got my own thing <laughs> but my thing is like they were kind of cool in 1989 toronto and now here it is, like, I probably was most in the kids in the hall, like, in 2003. <laughs> and, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to dress like Bruce. Oh, boy. What was the what was the band you just mentioned? Was Shadowy Man from a... Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet, I want to say. Yeah, and that was the, who did the, uh, the theme. They did the theme. Yep. Very nice. Bing, ding, ding, da, ring, da, ding. Now, I feel like I nominated that for best TV theme on this very blowout. I think you probably did, yeah. Did I win? I couldn't tell you what I did. Oh, I do. I did uh, Power Rangers. What did I do? <laughs> I doubt I, I don't think I won it. I think it was one. That so, one. what do you guys had like a more of a story one? Like, oh, yeah. Mike, I feel like you had one that was like explain the story of a show. Hmm. A lot of themes do. Maybe it ah. was uh ah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe a TJF hmm. one that, or something that was like laying it all out. I wish I wish this was like a damn call in show that we did live so people could call me. Hey, hey Bobber, let me help you out with that one. It was uh blank. Yeah. And we could figure this fucking shit out and move on cuz this is going to eat me I up. I think for it a was week. was it Saved by the Bell? It was. Yes, that, that was it your was. pick. We don't need a call and show at all. Forget everything I just said. Or maybe I could be a caller. Mike, you had a Tony Hawk esque determination in your eyes when you couldn't <laughs> place what your song was. Yeah, and then it ended with me going, "Ah, whatever, figured out." <laughs> <laughs> That's a to- Tony Hawk tried twice and said, "Ah, forget about it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he suggested having a call and show so people could figure it out for him. This is why I'm not a skateboarding legend. Well, yeah, it was fun while it lasted. Mm-hmm. All that zipping around the sidewalks with our little pieces of wood just between the pavement and us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, folks, if I could, if I could suggest anything to you, it would be this: make skateboarding your hobby of the summer. Go get a skateboard. Mm-hmm. Do vert skating. Get as best you can at it. Do a dark slide. That's when you slide on the grip tape. Do a, ooh, dark slide. That was... Uh, was that Rodney Mullins? I think it was Rodney Mullins in the game, right? That was definitely Rodney yeah. Mullins. I'm saying Mullins. Is that wrong? I think it's Mullin. Kind of a tall order for the slop heads. We're like, last summer, we were like, hey, what? how about you guys all drink yellow birds? <laughs> and now we're telling them <laughs> to do vert skating. Take up and master a new hobby. <laughs> In three months. We, uh, that makes me think, are, are there, do you think, uh, any candidates for the summer, uh, summer jam are out yet? Song of the summer? Oh, well, it's probably a little early, but, um, we should keep I mean, our eyes May. out. It's kind of. Well, that's the thing. And we've learned lots of times the jam of the summer has come out early spring. So it's solidified yeah. by summertime. Could be time to start tracking it, as well as the drink of the summer. We got to keep our eyes mm-hmm. peeled if we're going to be journalists. Wasn't wasn't last wasn't last summer uh, we did the summer jam 
our song of the summer uh, thing. And I picked Doja Cat, and I think the one that won though was elevating Dulipa. Oh, probably levitating. levitating. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, no, <laughs> no. I think it was good for you. I won. No, really? I picked Dua Lipa. I think I conquered. Oh, you picked Dua Lipa, right? And good for and you. Then, damn. But 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 levitating was like out much earlier, like in the fall or something. Yeah, but you know, some of these pop one. songs have like weird weird shelf life. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's crazy. Because well, also there was the Dua Lipa one, and then it came. Then the the one with the baby was like a second release, was it not? Twas twas. Okay. And folks, if you want some summer jams, get out there to the Sloppy Boy shows. Oh yeah, it's, we're still going. Oh my God, Troy, New York, uh, 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 Boston, uh, Philly, get out there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's the only shows we got left. The only cities we're going to for the rest of this tour. Really? Wait Ooh, a minute. This, wish drops, we could get- this drops on Wednesday, so we got we got some shows. DC. DC. Oh, yeah. Wow. Which is actually okay. Silver Spring, Maryland, but we're calling it DC. And Boston is actually Malden, Massachusetts. Malden. Malden. On Richard Malden. Malton. Is Richard Malden's Malton somewhere? Well, it's that's something we can discuss on stage at the show's coming up. <laughs> hey, we have a question about whether or not a person exists. <laughs> Who's Malden? Who am I thinking of? He's like a Malton. He was like a film critic or something. Leonard Malton. <laughs> He's Leonard good. Malton. But then again, uh, there is James Marsden. Yeah. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Just watched um, Cheaper by the Dozen recently with uh, niece of the podcast Tig. She loves that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, says for Halloween she's going as one of the <laughs> one of the kids uh, who did not necessarily have a. Very particular look to her. <laughs> Changed <laughs> costumes the entire movie because it's like a day-to-day thing. But uh, there was a kid in that who I thought was James Morrison, but I don't think it was. It's specifically a movie about how there's so many kids you can't even yeah, keep can't track, even track of kids. <laughs> oh, I think she, I think she more liked the attitude of the kid, so she wanted to be like her. So she figured on Halloween she would dress like her. Hmm. Hmm. Was she a tig type? She was uh, um. Well, I don't know. I, she didn't yell out the, her favorite drink, so who knows? Yeah, that's Tig's defining characteristic is pomegranate. <laughs> pomegranate. All right, slopheads, we love you so much. We'll see you at the next rodeo. Get low, Fade me out, Jeff. Give me low, give Bye, folks. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>